0: All New Taxi. Okay, this is the 77 WABC minicast. Welcome. I am Roger Stone, and this is the Roger Stone Show on 77 WABC Radio. We are the crown jewel of AM Radio. And for the next two hours, we'll be talking politics, news, history, style, and of course, food. So don't touch that dial. Former Democrat Congresswoman Tulsi Gabbard, now an independent, and suddenly considered a real prospect for Vice President uh, with Donald Trump, also speculated as a potential running mate for independent candidate Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Today, she is an independent. She's going to be joining us on the Roger Stone Show uh, in the wake of a Particularly strong performance at the Conservative Political Action Committee conference in Washington. She'll be with us in just a bit. Uh, some people think that the indictment of the FBI whistleblower for lying about Hunter Biden and the Ukrainian based Burisma Energy Company means that the case against Hunter Biden is falling apart, but Garrett Ziegler with the Marco Polo nonprofit organization joins us today to tell us why he thinks that's not true. His nonprofit has digitized and made available all of the material in Hunter Biden's laptop. We're going to be talking with him shortly. Then over 10 years ago, Penn State assistant football coach Jerry Sandusky was convicted of sexual assault against multiple minors, but investigative journalist Frank Parlato thinks that Sandusky was falsely accused and unjustly convicted. We're going to hear why he thinks that today on The Roger Stone Show. That former President Donald Trump won the South Carolina primary is not news. He won uh, by an almost two-to-one margin over former Governor Nikki Haley in her home state. But what news is the fact that Trump piled up the largest single number of votes of any presidential candidate, Republican or Democrat, in the history of the South Carolina primary. Trump, uh, keeping a breakneck schedule, did a rally in South Carolina, then beelined for Nashville where he spoke to the Religious Broadcasters Convention and then returned to South Carolina to savor victory. Here's President Donald Trump at the religious broadcasters. All right, evidently we have uh, lost uh, that clip, but we're going to uh, continue. We're we're going to continue. Uh, So the real question is, why uh, is uh, Nikki Haley staying in this race? We are beyond the point where uh, there's any plausible possibility that she can acquire the nomination. She has suffered back-to-back defeats in the Iowa caucuses uh, and uh, the New Hampshire primary, uh, now a stunning loss in the South Carolina primary. South Carolina primary didn't really become a thing until 1980. Uh, here we're, we're ready now. Let's play President Trump uh, just before his tumultuous victory in South Carolina. I'm here today because I know that to achieve victory in this fight, just like in the battles of the past, we still need the hand of our Lord and the grace of Almighty God. We have to have that. Now, that's uh, unique in the sense that Donald Trump, kind of like former President Richard Nixon, who was a man of very deep faith, a man who, when he lived in New York, attended the famous church of uh, Reverend Norman Vincent Peale, was always loath to talk about his faith. Uh, Billy Graham, uh, who was a great friend of many presidents, Republican and Democrat, urged the former president, then president, to talk about his faith. But Nixon thought that faith was a very personal thing. So it is, I think, uh, with uh, Donald Trump. Uh, that's why that bite is particularly important. Yet evangelical Christians play an important part of the coalition that elected Donald Trump in 2016. It's interesting that evangelical Christians turned out at about 78% in 2016, but only turned out at about 65% in 2020. So uh, it it is uh, now incumbent on us to figure out why Nikki Haley is staying in this race. She has no prospect of victory. Uh, We have the upcoming Super Tuesday primaries in early March in which multiple states will select their delegates, mostly southern states. uh, But it's the largest single collection and selection of delegates to the Republican National Committee on any one day. Uh, And she has money, but not enough to compete in all of those places. There has been some speculation that it is her intention to bolt the Republican Party and run as an independent or a third party candidate. Some may remember when Congressman John Anderson did that in 1980 after sustaining early losses in the primaries to former California Governor Ronald Reagan. I think that is unlikely for a couple of reasons. First of all, many states have what are called sore loser laws. That means that if you contended in the Republican or Democratic primary in that state and lost, you cannot now come back and seek the same office as an independent or a third-party candidate. Secondarily, as we've discussed here many times on The Roger Stone Show, the Ballot access requirements are very, very difficult for an independent, never mind a third-party candidate. Traditionally, the Libertarian Party and the Green Party have managed to petition their way on the ballot in the vast majority of states, but starting from scratch would be exceedingly difficult. Perhaps, however, Nikki Haley is eyeing the so-called No labels party. Now, that effort, uh, headed by former Connecticut Senator Joe Lieberman, uh, which has been flirting with West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin, who announced last week that no, he would not be their candidate, has been working and does have the funding to get another candidate on the ballot. It is my view, however, that if Nikki Haley were to run as independent, she doesn't draw votes from Donald Trump. She doesn't pull conservative or or uh, or conservative Democrat or independent votes or those moving towards the Trump camp. She actually uh, would merely take more votes from Joe Biden. So it was with John Anderson in his candidacy. Now, I think she's there to do maximum damage to Donald Trump. Why do I say that? Well, Gavin Newsom, the governor of California said recently that Nikki Haley was our single best surrogate, speaking of the Biden campaign. Uh, An analysis of Nikki Haley's campaign fundraising indicates that the vast majority of her money is coming from liberal Democrats and supporters uh, of Joe Biden. And in fact, the Biden campaign is actually featuring uh, Nikki Haley in their advertising. Extraordinary. So uh, I think that the independent route is unlikely. I think that perhaps she thinks that if she continues to damage Trump, her reward would be, oh, I don't know, a cabinet position in the next Democratic administration. Uh, President Trump was very wise uh, on Saturday night after winning. He kept his focus solely on Joe Biden. Uh, He barely mentioned Nikki Haley. I think that was solid political strategy. The New York drama continues with New York Judge N. Gorin uh, now forcing Donald Trump to post a half-billion-dollar bond if he wants to appeal the verdict in which he was convicted uh, in a case uh, where I think most people in the country now know Uh, that he was charged with overvaluing his assets uh, in a case in which he borrowed money using those assets for collateral.